0: Hi everyone, Joy and Jason is back. We haven't actually done this for a couple of weeks, so we're excited to bring you a brand new episode. And today we're going to talk about equipment. What do you need, do you need it, and how much will it cost you to start a business? Hi there, my name is Joy Nicholson. I'm an entrepreneur, digital marketer, coach, and mentor. I've been diving in deep for the last year to discover what it takes to become a successful entrepreneur. Not just the fluff that you see on the outside when you see people that are already successful, but what it takes behind the scenes to become successful. What I have discovered was mind-blowing. Millionaires think differently. They have unique habits, focus, discipline, and so much more. Follow along on this podcast where I'll be sharing my journey, the journey of other entrepreneurs, what makes them successful, but most importantly, how it can help you to become successful. Oh Jason. How are you doing? Good, Joy. How are you? I am good, thank you. There is a reason why Jason has that green screen behind him because this is what this episode is going to be about. All right, so Jace, let's dive into this. Um, Can you tell people a little bit, can we start up with minimum costs? As an entrepreneur, how much did it cost you to start up?
1: Yeah, so um, if you're going going the online entrepreneur route, um, there's some basic needs that you're going to have to have, uh, but it's not gonna cost you an arm and a leg. So the first thing that you're going to need is a computer. Um, and I don't recommend, although I guess you could start in the very beginning with your smartphone, um, I, I really recommend that you either get a laptop um, and or a desktop to work from. Laptops are nice because you can bring them wherever you want, obviously, and work from wherever you are. Um, but sometimes people just have a desktop around and that's how they're getting going. Um, so that's absolutely fine. So um, let's talk more about, once we have that in place, um, just some of the critical and uh, uh, functional components of the computer and or laptop um, that you really wanna have in place. Um, So let's talk about your RAM. Your RAM is your random access memory. Mm -hmm. And so this is important because this is where the computer is storing information as you're going between screens and downloading here, and you have 55 different uh, tabs opened. So the more RAM that you have, the more your computer can essentially do all at once and and keep things up to speed and keep things going. So I would recommend that you have at least four gigabytes of RAM, um, and and that's a great starting point. Um, and, And with the four gigs, that'll allow you to have multiple tabs open while you're doing some sort of a meeting like this at the same time, you'll be able to share your screen, um, and you'll be able to search while you're doing all these things at the same time with relative ease and, and, and fluidity. So four gigs, I definitely recommend you start there. And the nice thing about RAM is it's easy to add to it, yep. and it's relatively inexpensive. So you can buy RAM sticks um, really cheap, and they usually come in either two, four, eight, or 16, um, 16 gigabyte uh, sizes. It just depends on the motherboard on your computer, what type you need to buy and how fast it actually, it sticks in. But for desktops, you could probably put a new stick of RAM in um, and upgrade in about eight minutes. Um, For a laptop, it gets a little bit more confusing, but it's not that bad, but so four gigs. So let's start there uh, with your RAM. Um, Your video card. So your video card, Video card is really going to help with how good your videos are coming across. And if somebody's sending you video, um, and it's an HD or something like this, it's nice to have a video card that has that type of output. Um, And so I will tell you this, all the newer computers and laptops that you're going to buy today will have the minimum video card requirements that you're looking for as long as you're not also gaming on this computer at the same time, which requires just tons of uh, tons of uh, GPU, um, you re- you're, you're gonna be good. Now, if you have an older computer or laptop, um, whatever's in there, if you can see your screen, you're mm-hmm. probably gonna be okay, um, but as time moves on, you might wanna upgrade to a better video card, and you'll know you have to do that when you go into any type of program and it says, can't run this you need a better video card but you're really not going to run into that too much so I don't want to spend too much time uh, on like gamer video cards that you might need that, that have dual purpose you know what I mean so that's video card um, next big huge important thing is going to be your camera um, a lot of times a lot of laptops come with a camera these days which is absolutely fine um, and you can also buy uh, a, a webcam or whatever if you don't have one on your laptop or your PC monitor doesn't have one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what you really want to make sure, the, the at least the one thing um, that your camera has is you want to make sure that it's 30 frames uh, per second minimum.
0: What does that mean? It means when
1: I'm talking to you, Joy, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't look like an old uh, Chinese movie where they say something. <laughs> that kind of thing happens and the sound comes out later so you'll be able to the (laughs) computer will be able to process as close as to real time as possible um, Uh on what's going on and and outputting it to the other end Mm -hmm. so 30 frames per second is ideally where you want to be Mm -hmm. minimum if you can get up to like 60 62 that's outstanding uh it's not necessary all the time you'll be just fine with with 30 but You know, as you're doing presentations and little things like this, and you want to seem more credible, you want to look more professional, especially if you're speaking to someone on the other end about a possible collaboration, or you're selling your product, or whatever it is, the more professional you look, the better. And sometimes that's just a simple upgrade and a spend of $25 or $30 to go from a camera that's 15 to one that's 30 frames per second, and an additional 30 or whatever to one that's that can go up to 60. So highly important, definitely something to think about um, when you go computer shopping or you're looking at the one that you have. Um, Also now we want to talk about memory. Now memory is different from RAM. So RAM is the random access memory, the the memory that your computer is using Mm -hmm. to run all the products and windows that you have open where your memory is where you're going to store your files um, and folders and all these types of things you're probably more familiar with memory uh, From this standpoint than you are with RAM. And so you want to have in my opinion, you want to have at least 125 gigabytes of RAM on your computer mm-hmm. minimum Minimum. and re- uh, memory is still another thing that's relatively cheap these days especially on Amazon and stuff like this you can you can upgrade um, your memory and you know, if you're buying, or you know, if you're buying a computer or a laptop, um, it's really nice to have like a terabyte of, of, of memory because as you start getting busier and busier and taking on more projects, and you want to save these things and okay. even backing up your hard drive, you can suck up a lot of memory real quick. It's nice to have, you know, Google Drive on the side and these internet-based uh, 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 memory banks that, that you can access. Um, but it's it's also really nice to have, and you should have um, a decent size. So if you can start with one hundred and twenty-five, start there. Um, but if you really can um, go to five hundred gigabyte, yeah, and and that'll just be you just won't have to worry at that point, uh, yes. which is which is nice. So and
0: that also, is you know investing in one of these little babies is good. I mean this is yeah. a terabyte. It's so tiny. Look at it. It's so tiny. I think I paid or 400 bucks for it for a whole terabytes and i mean you can take this everywhere with you so if it's not in your budget to buy a computer that has a whole terabyte there you go that has a whole terabyte of things on it i mean you can always just use one of these as long as you're very gentle with it and you don't bust it around and shake it around then you know it, your information is safe on it so
1: absolutely and so this is called an external hard drive and the reason why it's called that is is because it sits outside of your computer and it simply attaches to your to your computer yeah. um, with a USB cord. Now the thing that you have to remember about these is these are memory only. You cannot operate a program from these, so you can't download like a video editor and put it on your external hard drive and run it mm. as if you would on the one that's it. You can, but it's it takes up so much of your computer that you don't ever do that. These strictly for uh, file storage and like joy says you can you can get them real cheap these days i mean you can pick up a cheaper one terabyte uh probably for around a 100 bucks
0: oh wow uh, yeah well, i yeah, get that u.s prices but in new zealand that oh
1: right some i forget
0: <laughs> it's not the technology I, stuff in new zealand is a lot more expensive than in in the u.s definitely yeah, okay I,
1: I forget that sometimes
0: yeah i know right um, and, you don't have um, to, feel sad for us that we always have to pick up all these things so expensive.
1: Oh, I feel, oh, I feel terrible. <laughs> but you know, if you can't, if you can't get a hold of one of those mm-hmm. right in the beginning, don't worry about it because services, like I mentioned before, um, yep. like, um, Google drive, Google drive, you can get, I think it's like a hundred gigs for two ninety nine a month. They give how I don't I forgot how much they give you for free, well, but they well that. not two
0: nine, well like two dollars ninety nine cents yeah uh, you get because yeah. I've got I've got uh um upper extra for Google storage and it is literally two dollars ninety nine cents and it's like I think it's a, no it's an extra thirty gigs but it comes with a hundred gigs anyway the two dollars ninety nine that I've got uh, trust me it's not running out so and I'm running videos and I do a lot of video type stuff so imagine if you don't do that yet it will take you for it to get that kept. It really does.
1: Yeah, and anytime you can back up your computer or your laptop or whatever it is, you oh, know, what? the safer you feel because that mm-hmm. shit, anything could happen with electronics, and that your shit could be gone. <laughs> and yeah. there is nothing worse than that feeling.
0: Okay. Oh, um,
1: yes. So if you don't, if you don't have it outside of your um, hard drive in your computer, yeah. um, I would look into trying to get. Trying to get that or update at least your Google Drive for the two dollars yeah. ninety nine cents a month to have that kind of storage, you'll you'll be thankful yeah. for. It.
0: Even just like your photos, you know, even if you just back up your personal photo, like again, I know this is a bit off topic, but um, I have a friend that lost all her photos on her phone, like over six thousand photos, because her phone crashed. Oh. So I mean and automatically, I know like Apple, for example, you have that automatically, but with Google not necessarily. So you have to set it up if you have an Android phone. So if you just go, you know, make sure that you back up these things on the cloud anyway, you know, it will definitely help you. And I mean it goes saying with like obviously on your computer as well, but your phone. It's so easy to back up files on your phone because a lot of the times I actually just take videos on my phone. And that was the next thing that I was going to, you know, Jason was talking about having a good webcam, which is great to talk to people, but you can use your phone too. I I do a lot of video recording just using my phone. Three quarters of my videos on, on actually all my videos that I do on YouTube that I'm not sharing my screen is from my phone. Phones these days are really amazing and giving you good things. So, if you do not have a webcam or you don't have money to have a webcam and you've got a phone with a half decent camera, um, I mean, it comes so I mean, all the phones in the last year at least have really good cameras. So, 100%. And I
1: wasn't even thinking, yeah. I know you do a lot of stuff on your phone, yeah, uh, more than I do. And I, the phone, the mm. camera in my phone, I have a decent phone, it's probably way better than the one that I have sitting on top of my monitor. I just, yeah. I just don't use it as much. I, I don't know. I guess everyone's different like that.
0: That's the thing. Um, yeah. Um, also just to dive into, so what Jason was saying with the laptop, we don't want to talk price on here because I mean, it depends on on the country that you're in. Okay. So you didn't need to go and find your best option. If Amazon is an option where you are in your country or whatever else, but also if you don't have money for a laptop, desktops is a lot cheaper in general than a laptop. So yes, you obviously don't have the portability of it. You can't go and sit in a coffee shop and work or wherever else. But if you don't have the money and you're just starting out, you can get a desktop for a quarter of the price than you would pay for a laptop. Um, so that's another option for you. If you don't have a thousand dollars or even five or $600 for a laptop, you can get it for like two, $300 for a desktop, which is the same concept, you can have your RAM that Jason talked about, you can have your memory, you can have all of those things for a fraction of the price. So that's another option for you. It's just obviously, well, laptops is better, especially if you're not, you like you go then you're going to start seeing clients and things like that. But if that's not an option for you yet, it's a great starting point if you don't have the budget.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. And, and, mm. you know, if, 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 desktop is where you start, you know, that could be one of your, your main business goals. Uh, yeah. Yeah monetarily wise as you you move towards you, you know you move towards getting the um getting the laptop
0: yes exactly i have um i've had a quite a few conversations lately with people where they're so excited on the technology they're not fixated on or if that's the right word to use on the actual starting a business. So guys, I just want to explain this to you so you understand. Your technology is going to help you to make money, but that's not the sole reason you're going to make money. Your time and effort that you put in every single day, that is going to make you money. So if you buy a $2,000 laptop and you buy a $600 mic and whatever else, you're going to spend like five count equipment and you're not making money, that's your own fault. So I just want to make sure that you know people understand it because the other day I saw a post where someone Saying I've got a thousand five hundred dollars for a mic, what can I get for it? For that, you don't need to pay a thousand five hundred dollars for a microphone. That's crazy. You can get like a really good Jet R one, which by the way I'm ordering um, for a hundred bucks and that's it you know why spend worry about the content this here my phone on here i have an app so sorry jess i'm going on quantum, but i was assuming that that microphones was our next thing that we were talking about um and on here and if you guys are on screen you can um you know if you're going to look at this on youtube you're going to see this I'm just going to see if i can pull this this system up or this app that i've got so i have an app called voice record so if you if you can see the little button there, if you can see it, it says voice record there, and on that, that is how I record my podcast episodes. That actually sounds better than my microphone, and I don't have the best microphone yet. So I'm like, I've been slowly investing in that because it, for me it was more about the content. I am not excited on the technology, but more on the content. And but this is the thing, and my podcast episodes that how I record it, and that app actually transcribes it for you. And I think I pay like $3 a month for it, which is nothing. Um, it transcribes it for you. It, you upload it. You can change the speed. You can add in audio. You can do everything with it. It's literally like a editing software tool for voiceover things as well. So it's it's amazing. So, I mean, for apps like that, that's an iPhone app. I don't know if it's on Android though. But, I mean, that is how simple these things can be. You know, you don't even, if you want to start a podcast, all you need is your phone. You can do everything on it. You don't even need a computer. You don't need a microphone. So videos, if you're not going to share your screen, just use your phone. You can do everything from your phone. If you're going to build software for people or build funnels or do those type of things, yes, you're going to need a laptop. But I mean, if you're just starting out and you just want to make noise, I call it noise, you know, it's do, do marketing and advertise yourself and do, um, you know, your attractive characters so people get to know you, all you need is a phone. Um, but then it gets into the details and Jason had some really, really valid points, you know, as far as the Ram and the monitor and those things go. What's your point? What's your thing on the mic? Because Jazz, I know you've got a good mic because you've got a friend that recommended that to you. That is a very good podcaster. So what's yes. your recommendation?
1: So I think it's nice to be able to have a mic. Like this is the one I have here, which by the way, I'm not using at at the moment. So when you, you know, you get one of these guys. So this mic is a good, you know, it's a decent, it's a decent, I'll say, condenser mic. And so this mic with the arm was like, it was it was less than a hundred bucks. Mm. You know what I mean? But I don't have it in now because it does require an external power source that um, broke. And I need to order a new one. Um, but like Joy said with the phone, I think it's good to have a microphone. Um, because when you start like if you start doing um, things like webinars and and things like this you want to sound one as clear as possible and exactly. two you want to be able to have a microphone that mm-hmm. has the capability to diffuse the outside uh, noise yeah. and get yeah. rid of that for you mm. um, so I think that's a it's a good thing to have mm. fortunately for you to get to that point where you can get something decent is not a lot of money um, so you know it's just another thing you can keep on your list of things we're working towards, um, but that are not going to, you know, not going to break the bank, but it's a good thing.
0: Yeah. Well, my mic, and I'm on a decent laptop here. I mean, this is like a couple of thousand dollars worth of laptop. It's a gaming laptop. So it's like, it's a really good laptop, but the sound on it is terrible. Like if I unplug my mic, it sounds like I'm in a tunnel it's really, really bad. So, and I mean, like I said, this mic was like a $60 mic. So it's not like it's a wow, like most expensive laptop black mic or a mic because I didn't want to invest a lot of money in it at the time when I bought it, because I felt like that is not the reason, you know, I wanted to invest in the actual things that I'm doing with it. Um, And in saying that, you know, you just need like a cheapish thing to start out with just so you can actually get going um, with your content. And like, Maybe I can unplug. any about you want not this. I don't know if you can hear the difference Barely. But it's it's terrible if I unplug it. And this is a decent laptop, you know. So in saying that, it doesn't matter how amazable your laptop potentially can be when you buy a new one, the sound output or input however this works, you know, I'm a tech weenie, Um, it can be shocking when it comes to not having a microphone. And especially if you're going to do, like Jason was saying, if you do webinars and and voice me, uh, like, you know, sharing your screen meetings or any meetings with a client, when you use your laptop, it's worth the 50 or 60 bucks if you just start out to invest in it. I do need to get another microphone, that's for sure. But that's that's my next my next thing in the next couple of days. Okay, so in saying that, Jace, let's talk about the green screen. So you've got that green screen behind you. Can you show us what that is? Because I don't have a green screen, guys. So there you go. Jason has invested in a green screen that he, I think him, him and his girlfriend made it. I can't believe it. Didn't make it for you? I didn't make that. Uh. <laughs> well, well, <laughs>
1: that's nice. I think he crocheted that out on the deck. <laughs> no. So what is this? Actually, green, You know, green screens are really cool. And I really only started getting into them recently. And what they're really Mm -hmm. good for um, is video editing. So if you don't have like a nice place to record or you're doing something more professional, uh, green screen is where you can manipulate your background. Um, And if you don't know the science behind it, there's a whole science. You can go look that up Mm -hmm. on your own. But to get like, for example, this, I bought this as a green screen. It wasn't, it was like, Honestly, it was like $25, right?
0: And then, that one?
1: <laughs> and then what it's hanging from is like a clothes rack, like a portable clothes rack where you hang your clothes on. Mm. So I just put the clips across the clothes rack. And so if I want to record something with the green screen behind me, I just simply put it behind me when I'm recording and then I can manipulate all the green screen stuff afterwards.
0: Can you show so- us how that looks like? What? To actually have the green screen going? like is it possible i know i'm putting you on the spot but it's a good thing because guys i don't have a green screen and i honestly just have not feel I haven't felt like the need, like I need one um, because I'm in between offices. So this is my office on the side of the house. And then I've got my actual real office at the back, which me and my husband are splitting at the moment. You see, so you can see there. So that's how it looks like if you have a green screen. So you can do any background and it actually looks good. Like with Zoom, for example, if you do a virtual background with Zoom, it actually looks like it, it's, it's isolated. Where with a yeah, so green screen, it doesn't look I like
1: a green screen, because so there's a setting, there happens to be a setting on Zoom. Yeah. where anywhere there's a green screen, I, yeah. I'm, I'm in space. So if I was sitting in front of it, you know, and I had this thing wide as wide as, as the camera angle is here, I'd be on this little starship, you know, whatever it is. And I mean, that's just an example of what a green screen The other thing is, I bought this from a green screen placed. It's just as easy to go to, say, Target and yeah. go into the kids' bedding section and get like a green that's used from a a Disney movie, like, I don't know, uh, what's the guy with the bubble on his head and then Toy Story to to Astronauts and Beyond. Uh,
0: Buzz Lightyear, Lightyear.
1: thank you, that was terrible. (laughs) I do have kids and I do pay attention to them. Uh, So you can go get a sheet that's like that color, like solid, and it will work just fine. Blues also work. Again, there's a science behind it. And you just have to go um, check it out. But good to have if you ever want to get there. That's the whole setup is probably thirty dollars. Um, it's more learning the science yeah. um, behind it that that really takes up takes up your time. So another thing, and I just want to bring this up because it, it reminded me when Joy was talking before, all these different like programs that you can use to edit photos and to um, do organization and all these little tricks and to do podcasting and to upload podcasting and all these little programs um, that you're going to want to have, most of them, at least for a a decent program, you can get for free, if not real cheap. I mean, Joy, you can speak much better.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say that was actually going to be my next thing. So to start a podcast, which I would strongly recommend, guys, let's be honest, your first 40 episodes is gonna suck donkey balls. It's let's be honest, because you're gonna learn how to do this. But in saying that, this is the great way for you to publish. And my students know I always go on about publish, 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 start a podcast, start a blog start a blog, whatever it is, but get yourself out there and market. Jason knows are uh, irritating all the time about publishing. So, and this is a podcast, is like the cheapest and the easiest way to start out publishing. If you are scared of videos, then do a podcast. If you're not if you terrible in writing anything do a podcast and I mean where well, a podcast is like I said all you need is your phone to record the episodes on you don't even need much more than that and then I used anchor when I started out so anchor is completely free the nice thing about anchor is that they distribute your episodes when you reach a certain amount of people I think I can't remember how that works um but they distribute your episodes on apple and breaker and spotify and google um Podcast and whatever else all the different ones they do that i upgraded now i'm not on, on anchor anymore i am using simple cast which there's so many other ones to use you have simple you've got um buzz sprout you've got all these different ones i like simple simply because you can take snippets of your actual podcast and upload it everywhere so it makes it easier but in saying that you can do it on a normal editing tool as well but that's just easier for me to have done that also in saying that i w- I would not recommend to start out with anchor because I had issues transferring my podcast onto Apple, uh, sorry, onto um, a paid version. The reason why I would not recommend anchor, but it's up to you how you want to do this is because um, it, they own your content. So that makes it a bit bad because you can't um, because they own it. You've got less control over it because it's free. You see? So that's why I think for simple costs, I think I pay, got the middle plan. I think it's 25 bucks a month like on the Slack contract, 25 or $30 a month, US dollars that is. And that's what I'm on. And it works for what I'm doing. But when you start out, you can go on a minimum plan, which I think is 10 bucks a month. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what you get with that is your actual setup. You get all of your, um, you know, your, your, um, you know how many AP sites? How many people have listened to it? Where are people listening to AP sites? Is it on uh, is it on Spotify? Is it on Google? Is it on wherever else? You know, is it on iTunes, etc. So it lists all of those things, so you don't have to wonder. It's like, ooh, you know, who, how many people is listening, and what platform are they listening on, etc. And you can also see what episodes get the most listeners and you can see, okay, this is actually what my audience needs and you can publish more episodes linked onto that type of thing as well. And that's why I know me and Jason's ones work well, because I've noticed that me and Jason's episodes get a lot, lot of viewers or a lot of listeners. And that's why I know like people appreciate the episodes because we actually educate people a lot on different topics. But in saying that you don't need to go crazy. If you don't have 10 or $15 a month to start out, then use anchor. It's just a mission to get it transferred. It took me, three weeks to actually go back and forth with people to get a transferred. Other people don't have the issues, but I had, and that made me really cross and I've actually lost my, my podcast was off of iTunes for a week because of the whole mess, which was really bad for me because I lost a lot of listeners. So I was not a happy customer and that's why I wouldn't recommend anchor. But in saying that, you know, other people don't have these issues, but that's, that's how you start a podcast. You don't need to go crazy. Your phone and a free tool I use Movavi for editing my things. I've um, recommended this to Jason as well. So sometimes what happens is I'm a tech winnie. Everybody that knows me knows I'm a tech winnie. I don't do technology very well. When you buy, sometimes you buy this $100, 200 programs. It's very complicated to use those things. You take forever to edit stuff. Where, like, what was it, Jason? 60 bucks? I think it was 60 bucks, And that's a once-off fee. That's what you pay for the software. Um, yeah. You bought it recently. I bought mine, like, two years ago now. So I can't remember...
1: Yeah. I think, I think mine was, it was like, it was like 65. It's right, right there.
0: Yeah. It's like, it's, and that's it. That's the one sore fee. You don't pay it again. And you can use that to add your your audio to your podcast and all of that stuff. So it's a really, it's like really one of the most cheapest. So that actually got recommended to me by a previous coach that me and Jason shared like a few years ago. Um, And it's up to date. Seriously. I use it every single video that I, Edit my my YouTube stuff. Everything that's what I use, and I've recommended the software now to so many people. And also, just note, guys, we don't get any affiliation things for sharing any of these, you know, programs that we use. There's no affiliation commissions for us whatsoever. We're not signed up to any of them. It's just purely our experiences and what we use, and that works for us. That's that's what this is all about. So just to make sure we're not advertising anything because we're not getting paid for it. But um, but, yeah, so that's that's really what I have on, on the podcasting thing, Jase. So, I don't know. Do that, you want could add a, that could be a whole
1: other uh, something.
0: Just, just about. It really can be. So, if you guys need more information on that, just, you know, drop a comment, and we can definitely dive into the details on that. Like I say, I'm ordering my JETI mic because I've been looking into getting another mic, but I haven't really made it a priority because this one works. But I think because I'm getting more listeners, it's time to upgrade. So, um, the Jet i one apparently is really, really good. A lot of people have recommended it. I read a post on a Facebook. There was a somebody that asked, you know, this same guy that wanted to buy an expensive mic, and then people were like, every other comment was saying the same thing: Jet i Jet I. And you can get it on Amazon apparently for like 80 bucks, so not bad. Not bad at
1: all. Yeah, so. And I would be able to make fun of you talking into that big red thing you got there.
0: Jason has a problem since since we started this like forever ago. What was this, Jason? Like wow, probably a year and four, five months now.
1: I've been I've making fun this. of
0: you in that thing for a long time. Yeah, he hates this thing. I love it. I can talk to you. No, I'm just joking. Well, at least I don't look like I'm gonna go to space like you are. Where's your where's your suit? <laughs> where's your space suit? I'll
1: maybe put on the goggles, people
0: know. Put on the goggles. That's what you do. You go to space. okay and the other big thing that we need to just talk about is having an internet connection um oh yes that is the biggest thing guys i don't know where you are in the world because let me just put this out there when you're in south africa and i know this first time because i've got family in south africa internet is stupid expensive stupid expensive okay i don't know why it's because it's like it's not a a monopoly whatever there's not a lot of competition so the the people that have the internet can make it really expensive where here in new zealand it's cheap Um, where you are, it's relatively cheap, but, um, how does the speed work? Jess, I know we're on the fastest speed that you can get in New Zealand. I don't know what that is, but I don't know technology. I'm a weenie. So what is your recommendation on the speed to actually just, you know, run proper videos and those type of things?
1: You know, a lot of it depends on what in the house is using up your bandwidth. You know, is it just you by yourself? You have a family, and everybody's phone is connected to the Wi-Fi, yep. and you're watching movies. And you know, like my house here, there's usually always four four of us, and everybody's connected. Everybody's connected to the internet, mm-hmm. and I think that we have a um, hundred megabytes uh, per second here, and that does us well. Um, but when you're just starting out, if you if you can get at least fifteen Megabytes per second. Um, that's going to take care, and that's going to cover all the video stuff that you'll be doing, like we're doing here right now. Uh, it's going to cover your phones. It's going to cover your uh, movie watching. So if you have a family, um, 15 will will get you through. Um, it just depends. On, it depends on the plan. So, yeah. cable companies are real good at at sucking you in. So you really have to look. I mean, do you already? You might have. Um, TV phone and and internet already bundled and it might just be a, a quick you know a, a, another I don't know 20 bucks a month to get to that level of internet if you don't have it already exactly. um, but yeah I would try to get to uh, to 15 megs is, is, is a real good start if you only have five you have like an economy package or something like that it right. you, should, you should do okay but you might have an issue if somebody's watching a movie while you're working, there might be an issue there and you don't want to run into
0: that. I would, I would not recommend that if you run zoom meetings and things like that, because that eats up a lot of stuff. Um, a lot, a lot of, of a lot of bandwidth here. Yeah. Um, yeah, and no, I definitely, I agree with that. Like, you know what, like Jason's saying, there's a lot of good packages like you're in New Zealand, for example, we, I'm not going to mention the name because I just don't want to advertise people, but, um, um we, we use one of the like the bigger, you know, standout and people and we pay two hundred bucks a month for our internet and that is including our phone's internet as well. And on top of that, um we get um Spotify as well on the package, like they've really bundled it together. So, and I mean, we've shopped around like you're in New Zealand and that's the best one that we got, you know, considering we've got Spotify and we've got our phones, you know, internet on there as well. So it's really not a bad price in comparison to what's out there. So just really shop around. If you're in a position to shop around, really shop around, see what they can offer you as a package because the package deals on normally the best ones that you can get, that's for sure.
1: And also whatever cable company you may have now, um, your cable provider may have hotspots set up throughout that's very true. whatever area that you're in that as long as you have mm-hmm. a cable account, you can access those hotspots. And if you are near them, they can be up to, to 20, 25 you know, yeah. megabytes per second. So look into that as well. There's
0: that's very, very true. Also, if you don't have internet, if you don't have a connection set up at home, which is probably a more expensive option, but it's very doable. Um, if you can get a really good package for your phone, you can hotspot your phone to your laptop. That's another option. I used to do that a lot when I did meetings. Um, I used to be in sales. I used to take my laptop and hotspot at clients offices. If you know, I couldn't get set up on their on their server or whatever else. Um, and that works well. It's not cheap though. You have to have a lot of data for it. So what I used to do when I did that is, um, the boss boss that I had at the time paid for it. So it wasn't a big deal, but you would get like boost packages. So you'll get like a hundred megs for a day for only like 3 bucks you know little things like that you know so you can do that as well depending again on your cable company like here we just call it an internet package not a cable company you know it's like all different in america but um, but yes but that's the concept really you know is that you can do that so if you know you're going to do a lot of work on just one day or maybe plan it out if you really don't have the budget for it then um, you know to actually set up internet and pay for the internet connection etc then work outside today I'm going to work 9 hours on my business and, and then just do that type of package and spend maybe 10 bucks to just get like a gig of data because that normally how that works is only valid for one day. So you have to finish it within that one day and then you can do that and then you save hundreds of dollars potentially for yourself. But then yeah, you have to be organized.
1: If you're not doing webinars or stuff right off the bat, go to McDonald's, sit in there or a coffee shop. Your internet's free.
0: Yeah, that's the other option. you want
1: to block out your time where, yeah. you know, I'm doing... These things and I need this connection and you can yeah. get away to a coffee shop or McDonald's or right. something like that where it's free you know by all means you utilize those resources
0: so guys, really the, the big thing here that me and Jason is talking about is this is your setup fees on the things that you need to start a business, okay? You don't need to buy crazy equipment. Don't get fixated on, oh, I need a $3,000 laptop and I need like a $1,000 mark and I need this and I need that. People don't give a crap, honestly. I'm being blunt when I started, but there's the truth. They care about you as a person and what you can give them. And what they need and what how you can fix their needs. Okay. That's the basics of starting a business. You don't need fancy equipment. You don't need to invest in the next big best technology thing. I mean, you see me and Jason's technology, we use very I don't even have a green screen. I don't care to have a green screen. It doesn't bother me. You know, for Jason, it works because his lighting is not so great in his office. But that's the thing, you know. So you know, it really depends. It depends on what you do. So in saying that. I think that concludes our episode. Just do you have anything to add?
1: Nothing to add. That's a, that that's an awesome episode and I know that's, you know, those are questions that people looking at looking to get into this oh, business yeah. a, have those questions or two, you use that information to say I could never get this going and it becomes one of your excuses. So now that myth is expelled.
0: The procrastination is smacked gone. Gone. Okay. Awesome. Thank you guys. And then I think we will actually do a whole new episode um, eventually just on podcasting setups and all of that stuff, because I think there's a lot more to it than just what we've mentioned. Definitely. Um, sure. Especially like, and then what we'll maybe do is we'll even do a screen share and talk more about it like that as well. Um, you cool. know, programs and whatever else. Awesomeness. Thank you, Jace, And uh, we will see you guys Thank on you the everybody. next episode. Bye.
1: Bye.